0: Welcome, my friend, to the Tuesday edition of the Bible Tracks broadcast. We are going to go beyond the track, and I'm going to introduce the concept and the theme, the thrust of where we are going with the next few weeks of broadcasts, and we'll see how the Lord leads in the very near future. But before we do anything else, I'd like to tell you about a track that I have with me right now. I have with me this piece of paper. It's a powerful Piece of paper. It's called a gospel tract. On the front, we see what appears to be a sad scene, a depressing depiction of a young child with tears streaming down his face. And on the front, in bold lettering, it says, Does anyone care? It asks that question. This design was put together by our lead designer, chief operations manager. Austin Marriott, he did an excellent job with the coloration and all of the different aspects that went into this motif, but on the inside is where it really gets powerful. A friend of mine wrote this tract, and I believe it's very poignant, very timely. Here's what it says, with all the despair around the world, the question gets asked, does anyone care? And then he sums it up with one word, yes exclamation point someone does care he continues on two words in the bible make this vividly clear jesus wept you know that verse it's the shortest verse in the bible john 11:35 jesus wept how does that verse depict the fact that jesus cares for you and for me does anyone care yes they do how do we know that well this tract right here We'll tell you all about that. And you can find out for yourself by visiting our website, BibleTracksInc.org. And then just search for Does Anyone Care? Now this track, along with 37, 38, 39 others, would be included with our sample packet. And so if you are unfamiliar with our ministry and would like to know more about who we are, what we do, and how we do it, we'd love to hear from you our ministry, our job, our heartbeat is equipping. We are committed to equipping Christian brothers and sisters just like you for the gospel's sake, while also leading those that are lost. I don't say that in a derogatory way whatsoever, but at one portion of this radio program is leading those that are interested, that have been captivated by, that would be very much attuned To knowing more about Jesus Christ. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Of course, we began our discipleship study. We are talking about salvation. Before we dive back into that, before we get to the Beyond the Tracks component of this Tuesday broadcast, I'd like to do another very short reading for you from a book called On Prayer by E. M bounds. We are in the third chapter. Let me read a short selection for you, if you would allow me. We begin with a short quote from the Prince of Preachers, Charles Spurgeon. He says this, We must remember that the goal of prayer is the ear of God. Unless that is gained, the prayer has utterly failed. The uttering of it, of prayer, may have kindled devotional feeling in our minds. The hearing of it may have comforted and strengthened the hearts of those with whom we have prayed, but if the prayer has not gained the heart of God, it has failed in its essential purpose. Mr. E. M. Bounds continues on in this opening paragraph of chapter 3 of his book, In prayer, man's access to God opens everything and makes his impoverishment his wealth. We have seen how prayer changes the purposes of God and stays or moves his mighty hand. All things are available to man through prayer. How amazing is that thought? The fact that we have a direct line. Unlike some of our friends that believe and falsely believe that man's access to God is restricted To the conduit of a priest or father figure, spiritually speaking, the Bible very clearly commands that you and I can walk directly into the throne of grace and approach God ourselves. I hope these short times and meditations on prayer have been a help to you. I would absolutely love it if you would consider praying for us We need the prayers of God's people more than we need your money, more than we need your time. We need your prayers, though we would accept your volunteer hours. We would love for you to be a part of our ministry. If you live anywhere near the Bloomington, Illinois area, we'd love for you to come by and visit us. I would give you the nickel tour myself And we would not mind if you would consider donating to our ministry. You can do that right on our website, BibleTracksInc.org. People do that literally daily. That's what allows our ministry to print millions upon millions of tracts and give them away for free. But more important than that, far more important than that. You'll notice that I have not spent the last week and 10 days with meditations and short devotionals on money. You know why? Because money is not going to move the heart of God. Prayer moves the heart of God. Now, we could say more, but we won't for now. Let's go to our segment, Beyond the Tract. Every Tuesday, or thereabouts, as the Lord allows, we talk about some aspects of our ministry that are beyond the scope of the normal printed pieces of paper on full color, nice quality paper that we send out around the world. Today, we're talking about our discipleship and follow-up outreach aspect of our ministry. You see, thank God, on a week-by-week, month-by-month basis, almost but not quite daily, we get signed tracks back. What that means is someone fills out the back portion of our track where we leave space for their name and their address and their contact information to indicate that they have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. They have accepted salvation. And when we receive that particular type of tract back, first of all, we rejoice. We thank God for it. But it begins the movement of some administrative machinery here at BTI, such as we send that person some information. Before we even send them some information, we call and find, based off their geographic location, find a good Church, Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church in their area. We contact the pastor personally. We call him and try to get through to him. Let him know that there is a very brand new convert in their area and ask him if he would be willing to follow up with them. And we pass along the information because... On that track, the person that says that they accepted Christ is also indicating that they would like more information. They would like to know how to be a better and more powerful Christian as they have just joined the family of God. We do this in contacting a local pastor, but then we send them some discipleship material, some things to be wary of, some tips and tricks, if you want to call it that, for the first few days and weeks of being a Christian, we send them some spiritual armor. We want to nourish them. We want to help them in any way that we can. And one way that we do that is we begin with discipleship study number one called Salvation. We covered the first little bit yesterday, and we're going to dive right in in just a moment. If you're interested in being a part of our ministry and maybe starting this discipleship correspondence course, we would love to hear from you. You can contact me via text and I'll tell you how you can get in contact with us. Of course, the announcer at the conclusion of the program will tell you all about how you can contact us. But if you'd like to get a hold of me directly, you can do so at this phone number. Text me at 309-316-7240. I'll say it one more time, but I'll give you a moment. If you need to open up the notes app on your phone or if you need to grab a pen and piece of paper or post-it note, here we go. I'll give it to you one more time. 309-316-7240. Now let's turn our attention back to Salvation Discipleship Study number one. We talked about this concept of being saved and what it means yesterday. We're going to go through a few other words or concepts associated with salvation that are often misappropriated, misused, misunderstood. We'd like to help you with that today. The first word is this, conviction. Join me in the book of Acts chapter 7 and verse number 54. Acts 7 and 54 says this, when they heard these things. They were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. It's talking about the people that attacked the good man, Stephen, one of the first martyrs for the cause of Christ. But the Bible says that the crowd was cut to the heart. They felt guilty about their sin. Let me ask you, friend, have you ever felt guilty about something? Let me say this very plainly, if I may. If you confess to know Jesus Christ... But at no point in your life, prior to knowing Jesus, you ever felt guilty for your sin, for your wrongdoing, for your unrighteousness, then you may need to consider the fact that you have never been under conviction. You see, wrongdoing should bring about that feeling of being cut to the heart conviction I'm not saying you need to fall out in the aisle I'm not saying you need to absolutely break down in tears and and weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth in a response to your conviction, but there should be something on the inside whereby you know not everything you've ever done in your life is good that leads me then to this concept of repentance. Repent means to change one's mind or purpose to turn from sin. To God, a soldier once described being saved or repenting as this, halt, attention, about face, forward, march. You stop going one direction, you come to attention, you turn around, and you go the other way. Many false teachers try to twist repentance into a works type of religion. They tell people that their life must be clean of all bad habits before Jesus will save them, and that is Wrong. You only need to go back and listen to the last six months of this radio broadcast as we spent the entirety of that time in the book of Galatians talking about the difference between law and liberty, between ritual and relationship. Repentance is not a work of salvation. Though the Bible does use the word repentance, you do not need to give up the booze or the cussing or the inappropriate manner of living to accept Jesus Christ, but accepting Jesus Christ will cause a change of behavior. So understand this, friend. I'm excited to continue to share this discipleship study with you through the remainder of this week. But if you'd like to receive this study for yourself, go to our website, contact us. Let us know if you'd like to be a part of this study via correspondence. We would love to send it to you. Again, I'll give you my text line directly. One more time, 309-316-7240. God bless. Have a great day for his glory.